Hey guys, I am Melanie Daniels and welcome to our platform. Um, this is our very first episode and so I just want to jump right into the introduction and let you know this is not a platform where we debate scripture. This is a platform where we acknowledge we are soldiers in a spiritual war and we wake up to its battles every day in these flesh, blood, and bone bodies whether we like it a lot or not, whether we want to or not, or whether we even believe we are or not. It is um, simply the reality of the way things are. And so as soldiers in a war, um, we have been given a mission. And the Lord Jesus Christ and his father Jehovah, God, or I love the Hebrew names, Yeshua and Yahweh, they are the generals in this war. And we are the soldiers and we have our orders. And as soldiers, we have been commanded to occupy until Jesus returns. We've been commanded to keep the enemy under our feet, to heal, to restore foundations, to rebuild, to deliver the poor. And in order to do that, we need solid um, we need solid orders and someone who has a greater vision than what we can imagine in our um, finite minds, right? So here in this platform and for the portion that God has given to me through this platform and through our company, MVP Administrators, um, some might say, well, I'm kind of on the front lines here. And I am on these forums, but we are all one unit, okay? The Bible says that we make up the many members in the body of Christ and none of us is more significant than the other and no one is inferior to anyone, right? We all just, like our own physical bodies, have a specific function. We are all necessary in the body of Christ and no matter how large we might think our portion is and someone else's isn't, none of us can do anything by ourselves, you know, and so the greatest way, the best way I should say to look at it is to look at our own physical bodies. You know, we can say, well, we know the heart is bad all by herself, right? But let the kidneys and the liver and the brain fail and see what the heart can do. You know, if the liver fails and the kidneys fail, or if a person is brain dead, the heart has to go right along with it because it's all one unit. It's all one unit, and every member, every organ in our body has been anointed to do, to perform a different function. So some of us may feel like, well, I'm just a pinky toe, you know, when you look at what you feel like you've been given um, by God to do, or you might not know specifically, you might feel like you don't know what you're supposed to do, you know? So let's say you feel like you're a pinky toe, you know, and you don't, you feel pretty insignificant. It's just not true, you know? Um, but let's just say you were a pinky toe in the body of Christ, right? The pinky toe is very important. You know, all of us at some point in our life, we have kicked our pinky toe and I don't care how big you are, how strong you are, if your pinky toe is hurting or if it's been amputated, it's going to throw off your whole walk. Everything is looking funny. 
So the reality is we all need each other to be whole, to be well, to be functioned according to God's perfect design for us. And we all hold an important piece of the puzzle. And God wants us to understand that there's room at the king's table for everyone. You know, all of us are here, um, not by accident, but we have a specific purpose. So what is the significance of saying all of that? Um, When you're talking about wartime, you're talking about building armies, and you're talking about going up against enemy forces. And so part of the way the enemy has been doing warfare against us is through divisions. He's been dividing and conquering. And one of the things that have been very effective is in comparing ourselves um, to one another and and getting into a spirit of competition. And there's never been a place for that. Um, Never, ever has there been a place for that. But in this day and hour, it's something that really must come to a stop now if we're going to advance and do what we need to do before Jesus comes back. And we know that that's going to happen. So... One of the ways um, that we can do that is by broadening our visions from being just about us or about what we got going on in our little groups and we have all these little silos, right? To expanding our visions to a higher kingdom vision of God. We got to get a kingdom mindset and come out of the religious denominationalism um, that so effectively divided us. Um, We have to remember that Jesus was of no reputation and neither should we be as his followers, right? Um, The Bible says that um, the face of Jesus was like flint. It was set like stone. He was unchanging and unwavering, and his only determination was to focus on um, being who God said that he was and to do the will of the Father, right? So let's just sit back and imagine for a minute. Let's picture Jesus at the time he was physically here on the earth, walking about, handling kingdom business, right? Now, since his ascension back to heaven, he's seated at the right hand of the Father, right? But you and I, or everyone who has named the name of Christ and has made him um, made him their Lord and Savior, we are now the individual, many members, making up his physical body on the earth. And the only example I can think of to help us kind of like see it all the same way is in the movie, um, the cartoon movie, Finding Nemo, right? There is a scene where there's this school of fish, all these little individual fish, right? Assembled together and they're in the shape of a fish. You know, so anybody who's seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I think, um, well, anyway, I'm not even going to expound on that. But that's that's the picture of what I see, right? So it's like all of us are these little individual fish, right? That when we do our part, we are assembled together by the Spirit of God. 
And if we were in heaven and to look down on earth at ourselves, we would see like Jesus still walking about and having his being in the earth and handling kingdom business, you know? And so if you get that image in your mind about who we are individually and how we look collectively unto God and we look at how Jesus operated in the Gospels, that is a lot of authority over the real enemy who, contrary to popular belief, is not the white man, is not the black man, is not immigrants, etc., okay? We're talking spiritual forces. We're talking spiritual armies, right? So now, what is um, that significance, right? Is this. Um, if we are in strife, if we are in debate, in competition, and we're divided, ultimately, we are sick. We effectively, when we disobey God and not walk in love and honor and esteem of one another, we become like an autoimmune disease, right, that attacks its own body. And the divisions then are comparable to having a limb in our body amputated or an organ removed, right, which ultimately makes the whole body weak and disabled and basically unfit to serve in the general's army. And that gives our enemy an awesome advantage. And so today, that's where we find ourselves, right? As a people, our people are in trouble. And I don't, I'm not talking about nationalities and ethnicities of people. I'm talking about man. I'm talking about mankind. I'm talking about humankind. I'm talking about our neighbors. We are all, and not just the body of Christ. I'm talking about not just people in our religions. I'm talking about all of us, our neighbors. We're all taking heavy fire every single day. And because of strife and debates and divisions through denominationalism and false doctrines, we have been robbed of our spiritual identity, who we are, why we are, what we have and what we can do. Um, Basically, we have come to a place where without even noticing it, we are essentially looking for another savior other than Jesus Christ because we are out of service. Remember, we are his ambassadors. We are his soldiers. And so we've ended up looking for a president, a governor, a mayor, a councilman, a senator, somebody to do for us what at one time we were convinced Jesus already did. And that's why we appointed him commander-in-chief in our lives and accepted him as our Lord and Savior and the call to occupy as his administration here on the earth. So in essence, um, through no fault of our own, due to the miseducation of leaders and educators throughout generations, we are in dereliction of duty as kingdom and American citizens. And now what do we have? 
we are witnessing an implosion in our secular government from the pressure for it to do more than God ever intended secular government to do. And so instead of our elected officials serving with humility as our public servants, they have become rock stars and big business money makers because we've handed them too much power by not being at the table where God intended for us to be. And who gets hurt and left behind? Us, me and you, our families, the everyday ordinary people that supposedly don't have any titles, no significance, no prominence, but it ain't true. And so because we're in this war, we have a duty. We have a duty to hear the general and do what he says to do. Just very simply, let's hear and do. One of the things that God has said not to do is to add anything to his word and to take anything away from it. We can't have any more of what we've had in the past because we're too far in to this war now. We've let the enemy take territory and land that he wasn't supposed to have. And now we got a good amount of land to cover to just get back where we were supposed to be, let alone victory. So we've got some making up for lost time to do. But... um, The reason why God is saying not to add anything to his word and take anything away is because when we add and subtract from the word, it begins to affect our spiritual armor and our weapons of warfare. Um, We have to understand or remember, I should say, remember that the weapons of our warfare are mighty. They're spiritual weapons. They're not carnal weapons of the flesh that the enemy uses. And the enemy uses fleshly carnal weapons to weaken us because we're either suited up or we're not in the kingdom. It's one of the paradoxes of this dual nature that we have, being spirit beings, living and having our being in these flesh, blood, and bone bodies. But the enemy knows very well that we can't be divided. We can't stand. Even though it might look like we can be suited up and be half in a spirit and half in a flesh, it doesn't work that way. And so when we start adding to the word and taking away from it, um, we lose our sword. Because the Bible tells us in Ephesians that The word of God is the sword of the spirit. So when we start saying that, saying things that God hasn't said or taking away something that God has said, we effectively are coming to the battle without a sword. We got a butter knife at best. (laughs) That ain't going to get us nowhere. You know, we start taking away from what God has said and adding to what he did say, putting our human opinions and our feelings on it. The enemy loves that because now we don't have a helmet. Every part of God's word is spirit 
and it's our armor. There's no room for our opinion. There's no room for our feelings. There's no room for debate. Um, so where's the Calvary? Right? It's us. And that's why the name of our company is MVP Administrators, because when we get to that place where we just hear the word of God and we do it, we as a people become the most valuable players as administrators of God's word in healing our soul, our social, and our money crises. The enemy, guys, has no defense against God except for our flesh. If we let our flesh intercept the will of God, the word of God, if we lean on our own understanding in any way, we're going to lose ground. We're going to delay victory. And sometimes we end up losing soldiers. So we need our word. We need it. I won't necessarily read scriptures to you here on this um, platform, but I will always post them in the description so you can do research because it's time we come out of our slumbers. The enemy has done a good job and he's continuing to do a work on us, trying to dumb us down and believe that we only have an attention span to handle 140 characters. So we can only um, we can only make a video or watch a video that's three minutes or less, or we have to hurry up and cut our messages short when it comes to understanding spiritual truth. Anytime it's, it's time for us to remember and learn who we are, we gotta make it short, make it quick, make it snappy. But when it comes to feeding our flesh, oh, we got hours for that. We can scroll social media for hours. We can, we can um, what is it, binge watch episodes for hours. We got time for that. Our brains can handle that. You know, we can, we can read all kinds of garbage and nonsense on social media all day, but we don't have time. We get sleepy when it's time to read you know, the word of God, or we got to have a five minute devotion. Or when we're pursuing money, then we go to college. They don't try to make it 140 characters in a 10 minute class and, you know, making everything fancy and, and, and entertaining. Only when it comes to the word of God, we feel this crunch and this pressure to make everything fast. But we have to wake up, you know, so I'll post the scriptures so that we can do as the Bible says. You know, one of the things is when we're on the when we're on the battlefield, we don't have time to train, but we understand that we all have come from different backgrounds and we all don't know everything that we need to know. And none of us know all of it as it is, because God intended for us to rely on and depend on and need each other but he tells us in scripture to buy out the time and study we have to be like those christians in um i think you say it berea or berea who even though they heard the disciples you know telling them things it says that in scripture that they study to make sure that the things that they were being told were true and that's what that's what we need to do you know, we need to 
get in the word um there's a scripture where god says that the kingdom of god is like a man who found a pearl he found a pearl of great value and he sold everything that he had you know we have to it's time that we dig in for the word of god ourselves and stop depending on being told what the truth is without studying we have to lay a proper foundation and we know we can't do anything alone God has given us teachers and prophets and, you know, different ministry gifts. But the scripture says that he's given us those gifts in the body of Christ for the perfecting of the saints. For, so that we can come out and do the work of the ministry. Right? So one of the important things about studying and reading the scriptures for yourselves and getting them in your eyes is that it helps you lay your own personal foundation, you know, um, a proper foundation has to be laid and we're trying to build our houses and lives on our opinions based on half-truths to someone else's opinions and understandings and biases. And it's not working. When we buy out the time to study and make sure the things that we're hearing are true, um, and we study something out and we meditate that thing and we pray and we live the fasted life of our spiritual discipline of faith and God gives you enlightenment, then that thing is yours. And you can't be moved by the winds of doctrines and trends and false prophets and prophecies and all these things that are constantly changing in our world that cause confusion and division and despair and hopelessness. We have to remember we say that we're planted on the rock but that rock, guys, is Jesus, and that's our word. Jesus is our word. And he's the chief cornerstone on which everything needs to be built. So we need that in this hour. It's time to stand and be restored. We're not taking anything that doesn't belong to us. We're taking our place. And we're letting God, through his word, restore our value and our inheritance in this earth. It's time for us to just flow in our anointing to heal and prosper the whole of society, not just a few. So I'm going to see you in our next episode where I'm going to share the thoughts that God has given me on it being our time to heal.